0: Sometimes that bites me, though, because I get stuck doing the dismissal. I will. Hey, Dave. One song. Good evening. It's time to get started with our services this evening. We'll begin with number 891. 891. This is the day that the Lord hath made. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord hath made, that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad in it, and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it this is the day this is the day that the Lord hath made
1: Good evening Hope everybody's doing all right this is- this evening, um, a couple of announcements before we have our devotional. As a reminder, that uh, this the ladies' class. All ladies are invited to this. I do encourage them to go to the ladies' Bible class this Thursday at ten a.m. I think uh, last Tuesday we the ladies had it, and they had five. Um, do encourage more to go. Uh, what an opportunity to dig into God's Word and the fellowship with one another. Uh, rush is one week from Friday. Uh, we will be leaving the building on um, on Friday afternoon at 3.30. So if you're going to rush, be here at 3.30. Also, the new church directory will be coming in the next few weeks. We will begin taking family pictures on Sunday, November the 14th through December 19th. Uh, we'll be taking pictures on Sunday mornings. Uh, so uh, I hope everybody's encouraged to get their picture taken uh, with their family in the new uh, new directory. We desperately need one, a new one at this time. Also, remember, continue to keep Joe Galloway and Linda Wheeler in your, in your prayers. Uh, their niece, Mary Haynes Bowling, passed away, and also their niece, Kim Highham, passed away uh, this morning. So remember that family in your prayers as they go through. Myra. Myra. Okay. Myra Hayes Bowling. Um, so remember that family in your prayers at this time as they go through this difficult time. Remember continue to keep Eric Blake in your prayers. He still remains at the VA hospital. We had some good news last or Monday. Was it Monday, Chris. It was Monday that uh, he's off the vent and doing a lot better. So remember continue to keep Eric in your prayers. Remember continue to keep Tanya in your prayers as she recovers from her from her kidney. Um, surgery. So remember to continue to keep her in her prayers as well. And remember to continue to pray for her. J.B. and Wanda Lawson's son, Greg. Uh, he is at this time, is he still guarded? He's still in the hospital and he's still guarded. Okay, still in the hospital and he's still un- guarded at this time. So remember to continue to keep Greg in your prayers. That's all the announcements I have at this time. I'd like to uh, read a Bible verse before I go into prayer. Hebrews 10:25. It says, "Not forsake the assembly of ourselves together, as in the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching." Let's go to God in prayer at this time. Our gracious, heavenly Father Lord, we thank you so much for this day, this opportunity to come here. Today, Lord, to learn more about your word, to be able to apply your word to our everyday lives as we gain wisdom from it, Lord, and we learn more about you to be able to apply it to our everyday lives and be able to teach others, Lord, and Lord, and we always, when we read it, that we don't glorify ourselves, Lord, that we glorify you, Lord, we thank you so much for, for the message of love and grace for you sending your son to die on the cross for us, Lord. May your word always be in our hearts. May we always be ready to defend your word. May we always be able to inspire others through your word. Lord, we ask you this time to continue to be with our teachers here. Let's continue to grow spiritually and wisdom through your word, Lord. We ask you this time to continue to be with our elders, be with be with Jerry and, and Gary and Clinton and Mike and Jeremy and Rick. Be with them and the decisions they make for this congregation, Lord. This, we know that they go through tough times, Lord, that um, make have to make hard decisions, Lord, but that we know that they, these men are Christian men, and they would always look to you for, for strength and guidance and wisdom. Lord, we ask you this time to continue to be with our deacons in the work that they do here at the building. We ask you to be with their sick, be with ones who are dealing with COVID at this time, be with Rusty and Kristen, and Kelly, as time who are dealing with cancer, be with their cancer treatments, be with their doctors and family who are taking care of them, Lord. Lord, we ask you to continue to be with our widows and shut-ins. Let's be an encouragement to them. Let's give them a call. Let them know that we are thinking of them to encourage them, that, that as brothers and sisters in Christ would do, we ask you to continue to be with our youth and our college students, Lord. Lord, we know the troubles that they go through and the temptations they go through every day, Lord. But we hope that they look to you for that strength and guidance in their life. But most of all, thank you, Lord, for this church family. And what a blessing it is to have it, Lord, that we can always count on one another to lift each other up in in a Christian manner, Lord. Forgive us, Lord, when we do fall short. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray. Amen.
0: Number 676, 676. Yeah. <clears throat> and there's within my
1: heart a melody,
0: Jesus whispers sweet and low. Fear not, I am with thee, peace be still. In Jesus, 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 sweetest name I know, fills my every longing, keeps me singing as I go. All my life was wrecked by sin and strife, discord filled my heart. Across the broken springs, stirred the slumbering chords again. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. this evening is 717, 717, using a book, you can mark that one, and then turn to 727, 727 before the lesson tonight, wow, it's bright, I saw the light come up from behind me, 727. Sing some We shall see the King someday. We will shout and sing someday. Gathered round the throne when He shall call His own. We shall see the King someday. There with all the loved ones who have gone before. We shall see the King someday. Sorrow pass forever on a peaceful shore, we shall, the we shall see the King someday. We shall see the King someday. We will shout and sing someday. Gather round the throne when He shall call us song. We shall see the King someday.
2: I uh, forgot to give Dave another announcement this uh, this evening. Uh, I got a call from uh, Sheila Harvey. She was saying that Amber's, um, Amber Swindler, her uh, mom has uh, esophageal cancer as well as uh, stomach cancer as well as uh, it's in her ovaries as well. So they are, uh, this is fresh news for them, so they're asking for prayers and uh, pretty, pretty broken up about it. I'm sure, as, as you can uh, would imagine. But that's for her mom. Uh, her name is uh, Terry Swindler. And so we posted her on the prayer page just a bit ago. But wanted to make sure to announce that as well. Tonight, our lesson comes from Psalm chapter eight. Psalm chapter eight. Grab your Bibles and be turning to Psalm eight. I don't have a clicker, so you're going to, have to help me. Rick stole it. Psalm chapter 8. When, uh, when Kelly and I were younger, several years ago, we flew into LAX in Los Angeles. I don't remember where we were going, but uh, I don't know if you've ever flown into LAX, but it is massive. It's like a city in and of itself. Uh, coming into LA, you can see the lights, I mean, just for miles and miles and miles. And it just starts as this little yellow glow if you come in at night. We, we uh, jumped on a, a red eye, so I think we flew all throughout the night and got there late into the night, uh, early morning. And so we just see this little glow of yellow light as we approach. And it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and more specific. And finally, we, oh, this is, a, this is a massive city. It's L.A. So once we get into the, the airport, we kind of start looking around, and there's terminals like A through Z over here, and uh, A1 through like A27 over here, and then B1 through B27, and it just goes all the way through Z. And you're like, ah. I don't even know how to navigate this place. I need a map to get to where I'm trying to go. We actually had to get on a subway to get to our gate. Uh, And then we had to walk for several gates to get to where we were actually going. The amazing thing about that picture, uh, uh, the amazing thing about that that, uh, airport is you kind of have a mini one of those inside each one of your eyes. Isn't that phenomenal? Look at what... The psalmist says here in Psalm chapter 8, verse 1, he says, O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth! You have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babies and infants you have established strength because of your foes to steal the enemy and the avenger. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you care for him? And he goes on, we may get to that in just a second, but... I just want you to to focus on that idea of an airport inside your eyes. Uh, there are terminals. I, I don't know this information, but I've had to Google it, but the human brain has ten billion nerve cells interacting in coordination to allow us to function as we do. Our eyes have 100 million receptor cells in each retina, which also contains four other layers of nerve cells. So essentially, there's a superhighway in each one of your retinas that tells the inf- gets the information from your brain that then shoots it out uh, to your eyes and then shoots it back, and they're all, it's always moving. In fact, you see... The system makes billions of calculations per second. And there was a billion, circul- a billion calculations. And there was a billion more. And a billion more. It's just kind of amazing, right? And that's just your eye. Uh, you can go through the, the nervous system and the circulatory system and all those things and just be amazed at God's design uh, as, as you step back and think about The way God has designed, not just us, but creation. We'll get to that in just a second, obviously. But as you step back and just look at it for a second, the design argument is, uh, to me, one of the more powerful arguments because it's just all around you. It's hard for anyone to step back and say, there's not a creator. All this just magically evolved. In fact, uh, Sir Isaac Newton had a, uh, a model of the universe the known universe of his time, you know, the sun and it was revolving the, the planets were each revolving around the sun. And he had a friend who was not a believer and the believer came over one day and he had never seen the model before. He said, Man, this thing's amazing, Newton, where who who gave you this thing? Who built this? And Newton said, Nobody. No, it just it just happened. Uh, I just walked in one day and these pieces were floating around together and bam it just happened. And now isn't this amazing? And his friend, you know, kind of got the, the joke. He was letting in on the joke a little bit, but it's the most ridiculous thing to say that the world was just happened. You could give it a billion years, a million, 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 billion years, and it would never just happen like this. It is designed. But what I want you to think about now is what he says here in Psalm 8, 3 through 4. David writes this psalm. And you kind of picture David, maybe he writes this when he's a young man. He's, he's out in the uh, the fields with his dad's sheep and he's looking up at the stars. You ever looked up at the stars and just thought, holy cow, how many stars are there up there? It's kind of amazing, right? Uh, a couple years ago, Kelly and I, I think I've told you this story, we got to go to Yellowstone. And we stopped along a cornfield and looked up. And it was just amazing how many stars you can see. Even in Proctorville, we have so much light noise, you can't see most of the stars. But if you get in somewhere where it's just completely dark, you look up and the stars are just Overwhelming. David's not the last one, of course, to sit back up and look at the stars in the sky and think, there's a wondrous creator out there. You help me with the slide. There you go. Whoa, went too far. All right. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt. No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Hmm. Teddy Roosevelt and William Beebe. You, you probably know Roosevelt, right? But Beebe was a, uh, uh, an explorer extraordinaire. Uh, actually, didn't die until 62, I think. Uh, but he, he was uh, a young man while Roosevelt was alive. And so he, uh, he explored, wanted to see all the different things. But these two men were friends. And they would often go up to Roosevelt's home uh, in upstate New York. And they would look up at the sky. And when they did this, this is the quote, is what they are said to have, said to one another. This That's the spiral galaxy of Andromeda. If you were to go outside tonight, if it's clear, hopefully it'll be clear, and as you walk out the building tonight, you look up and it's clear, and there's not enough, so much light noise you can't see it, you, you'll probably be able to see Andromeda. Uh, during the fall is the best time to be able to see Andromeda in, in, our, in our region. Uh, but they would look up and they would see the spiral galaxy of Andromeda. And this is what they would say. It is as large as our Milky Way. It is one of a hundred million galaxies. It is 750,000 light years away. It consists of a hundred billion suns, each larger than our sun. Now, Roosevelt died in 1919. So the numbers have been updated just a touch. So let me share those with you just because I think it's kind of amazing. I don't want to touch this thing again, so I can you just advance it? I didn't do anything. Okay. The Andromeda galaxy is actually twice the size of our Milky Way galaxy. Milky Way galaxy is 100,000 light years across. Andromeda is 220,000 light years across. So if you were to get on this side of the Andromeda galaxy and you wanted to get to this side, it would take you 220,000 years to get from A to B if you were traveling as fast as light travels. It's incredibly, incredibly big. It's one of hundreds of billions of galaxies. Uh, Back then they thought maybe it was one of a hundred million galaxies. They were being uh, extravagant, I suppose, going to the extreme, but they didn't go far enough. Today we know that there are several hundred billion galaxies out there. Andromeda is one of the ones that's closest to us. It's just in our little cul-de-sac of of the universe. Uh, In fact, it's our closest galaxy that's, that's nearest to us. And it's... Two hundred twenty thousand light years away. It's two and a half million light years away. Uh, so if you were to get at the at the center of at the end of the Milky Way galaxy, and you wanted to get to Andromeda, you better plan two and a half million light years uh, to get there. It also doesn't have a uh, hundred billion stars. It has one trillion stars i don't even know how to explain that number to us that is an incredibly big number right the sun is just a uh, what we call our star and so the sun is just a star but this this galaxy has one trillion stars isn't that phenomenal you're beginning to feel small yet whenever i study uh, the universe like this I always come away feeling very very small <laughs> is that the last one side you want to advance it for me That's it, okay, good. So as you look back at Psalm chapter 8, now you're in a point where David was when he looked up at the heavens in verse 3. The work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place. David knew he put, God put each one of these things right where he wanted it to be. David was convinced of that. Even a thousand years before Christ was born, David was convinced of that. In in verse 4, he says, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you care for him? He's, He's looking up the heavens and he's contemplating the vastness that is the universe and the incredible power that could create something like that. And then he's looking at himself thinking, the creator loves me. He knows me. In fact, Jesus would tell us that he even knows how many hairs are on your head. Revelation, through, through Revelation, John tells us that when we pray, he quiets heaven and he listens to each and every one of his children when they pray. He's got time for you. John would also tell us in John 3.16 in his gospel that God so loved you that he died for you. Isn't that kind of incredible, right? The God, of the, the God of the universe, the, the creator God who has this incredible power that is just mind-numbing. This Andromeda galaxy is just one of several hundred billion, billion with a B. And each star he placed in its own little spot so that it would work to perfection. Incredible, but he also knows you and he wants to work through you cares specifically for you. And it blows David's mind. He, even a thousand years before Jesus, before he understood that there was an Andromeda galaxy, he just looks up at the stars and says, this is insane that that God would care for me. We sing several songs, uh, devotional songs, I guess, uh, that are centered around this text. Um, but just as you wrap your mind around this, this is something worthy of contemplation. We need to feel small We need to feel small when we come in contact with this God. We should feel incredibly small. But at the same time, so grateful that He's come in contact with us. That He wants to be with us. In verse 5, He says, Yet, you have made him man, mankind to us. You've made him a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned him with glory and honor. You've given him dominion over the works of your hands and have put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen and all the beasts of the field, the birds of the heavens and the fish of the sea, whatever passes along the path of the sea. O oh Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all of the earth. He starts it just like he ends it with this bit of praise, calling out to Yahweh, the sovereign God, who is over everything? David is, his mind is just blown that this God would not only speak to him, but that he would care about him, that he would work through him, that David could do something with this God, that he could cooperate with this God. It, it's incredible. This psalm, that's what this psalm means. That's what it meant to David. Sunday, during our morning lesson, you're gonna hear the Hebrew author co-opt some of the thoughts in this passage and he's going to transform it and make it mean something different read through song or read through hebrews 2 this week and you're going to find such a beautiful thought in that passage but that's a different lesson for a different day tonight i just want you to focus on how small we are in the midst of god's creation but also how much he loves working with us, and the fact that we can cooperate with him to do some things in this place to fulfill his mission on the earth. Tonight, if you haven't been baptized, you're not a part of the mission yet. Your soul's in jeopardy. You have not been saved. And so, if you're ready to make that right with him tonight, have your sins washed away through the power of baptism, we want to aid you in any way we can tonight. Maybe you've already made that decision, and you just need the prayers of the church to be... Constantly in awe of God, it's hard to always be in awe. But if we can be in awe of anything, constantly, it ought to be Him. It should be Him. And so, if you're struggling with that or any other things that are going on in your life, that we can pray with you, we want to help you in any way we can. Won't you come tonight as we stand and sing?
0: I heard an old, old story. Savior came from our glory, how uh, he gave his life.
2: please pray with me. Dear God, we thank you for this day and everything you've given us, and we thank you for letting us come here tonight and learn more about you, and we're thankful for Chris for bringing us a lesson today and helping us realize how powerful you are and everything you can do. And please be with us tomorrow as we go to our jobs and school and help us spread your light and show others what what you mean to us. And most importantly, thank you for Jesus on the cross to forgive us of our sins, and thank you for all the blessings we have, and Jesus Christ, name you pray. Amen.